shall be accounted to the Lord for a generation. Shall come, they shall declare his righteousness and glory. And shall he hath done These men knew that this meant lightly citing in the document, declaring independence from England would be their destiny. They understood it as an act of tyranny and an act of traitorism to a tyrannous government. They were doing it for two million they also knew they were doing
by the time I graduated. I decided I'd enlist in God's army, and I felt like I could do more for my country by serving God than I could by going into the military. I love, respect, and honor everyone who has ever
God says He wants us to be glory in our nation. I think we as Christians ought to be thankful for America. I think we ought to have uh, the most thanks of anybody. And by the way, I get a little upset that people that don't like America. I, I refuse to go to football games in the football class. I'm going to walk down the line. And about the folks that were sitting right there, they could get up and just rip it up and last one. And I leaned over, I said, you're going to stand up and take your hat off. They said, well, we don't need to. I said, you need to. I said, if you don't, I'm going to lift you up and you're not going to like it. Who do you think you are? I said, I said, there's five of us back here. I can tell you. I said, get up. They growled, but they stood. I said, well, what, what would you have done, preacher, had they not stood up? I stood them up. That told me a long time ago, you grab them short hairs in the back of the neck, you can get them up real fast, they did. I know there's other places you can grab and get them up. Say, you do that, you're a preacher. I'm also an American. I bleed red, white, Don't you talk bad about America. By the way, I thank God for the freedoms we still have. The problem today is not the loudness of the bad, it's the quietness of the good. About time we stand up and proclaim the truth and not worry about all the pussy pussyfoots. It's about time we stand up and give the truth and not worry about all the loudmouth liberals. Well, that offends me. Well, change yourself. If truth offends you, I'm sorry, but if truth does not change. Two plus two equals four, whether it offends you or not. Sun rises in the east, sets in the west, that's truth, and God's not going to change it for you because it offends you. By the way, that thing doesn't slow It's not a switch that God turns on, also the there. It's called the sunrise. All right? Now, uh, just like God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Two bulls don't make a cow. Liberals are dumb. I saw something the other day, some, some liberal politicians complaining that well, these misogynistic uh, conservative people, all the cow names are female. Have you ever tried to make a bull? Can I tell you something? I, I, I'd say let's just let's just put them out there and bring all the bulls in and let them try to milk them. You'll find out why all them them cows have girl names. They're the ones that want to call me stupid. I know what bathroom to use. I'm not confused about who I am, what I am, or anything else. Did you know in America we still have the right to knock on doors and tell people about Jesus? Sheets have a gas for cheap Everybody in the world went to sheets today. I almost got free accidents pushing people out of the way so I could get I mean, uh, wait a minute. I was in the gas boat and somebody had gotten the sheets and shepherds out before me. Because the guy on the other side of the boat was, I was pumping gas and he started talking to me. We were talking, man, I haven't seen gas this, this low in a long time. I said, yeah, I remember when this was high. 
I said, when I started driving, I said, we don't want to talk about how much gas you can I said, you're about my age. I remember how much gas you can get. And all of a sudden, he said, wait a minute. It comes out one of our He said, is that? I said, it's me. I said, but by the way, you were there before I was, so you know I didn't put it there. He said, that's where I go. Did you know that you still live in a country where you have the right to get a job? And reports that thank God we live in a country where everybody has the ability to either get a job or be poor and stupid. Everybody has a man to work or start with. You know, you don't have the government telling you what job you have to work. That's the only job you can You better be thankful that you have the ability to choose the job you have. Well, I don't like it, but I can't make any choices. You know, we have the right to go wherever we want to go. Get in your car and drive, and you don't need government permission to drive from one place to another. You know, you have the right to come to church and to fellowship with God's people and have a good time, and you don't have to have the government tell you what to do. There are places in our world where that's not true. So maybe we ought to take time to realize we ought to thank God for America. To be Christians. I don't mean this in an arrogant way. I mean this in We Christians are the only people in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 34 says, Righteousness is the only foundation. Do you think that people that are out murdering the streets, rioting in the streets, those who are protesting anything that is moral and decent are the hope of America. Isn't it amazing how angry people are at righteousness? Boston University this week had to have special rooms set up for law students because they were so upset over the Supreme Court the three decisions they made for righteousness and justice. These are the law students. They had had rooms for students in law school to cry and to get try to recover because they're so upset at the decision of the Supreme Court. Why is upholding the law something to cry about? The only reason you cry about someone upholding the law is because it's a law you want to break and not keep. They're doing all right. By the way, public education is ruining America. Please listen carefully. Why is it we can have books in our school system? Why is it that we can have books in our school system in their promoting? Sodomy, the alphabet soup crowd, gender neutrality, and everything goes except the Word of God. 
We have to ban the Bible from schools because it is a Well, I hate to tell you something. They're, they're filth offensive. But I am not about to keep my mouth shut over a bunch of loudmouth, whiny, baby, sissy, riches, little twerps running around and let them have more authority than me. I stand behind the word of God to tell you, let God be true and every man a liar. And it's about time we uphold the truth and quit believing the lies of the news media, the lies of public education. Oh, uh, by the way, they're coming after your kids. I've been preaching this for 35 years. They want your kids. Why do you think they started in the school system? Let me go into the schools and preach the truth. Oh, no, you can't do that. That would be offensive. Their filth is offensive to me. Sex education has no place in a, in a school system. It's not the government's job to teach. It's mom and dad's job as they get old enough. I'm sick and tired of school sports taking over the weekends of children. It ought to be a criminal act for schools to have activities on Saturday and Sunday. Sports have become a god in America. Hang on. You're hot now. It's going to get worse. Can I tell you something? We've allowed generation after generation after generation to believe the filth and lies of education. Evolution is not science. In the beginning, God created. Our forefathers didn't say that our great evolver, the divine evolver, no, he said the divine creator. Can I tell you something? Evolution, by the very own definition of science, does not qualify as science. The definition of science is it has to be observable and repeatable. Look it up. You can't observe millions and millions and millions of years, nor can they reproduce it. So by the very own definition, we are teaching a lie as science. Okay? If they're going to lie about creation and evolution, what makes us think they're telling the truth about genders? They're wrong on all their science. Righteousness. The word righteous means rightness. Justice. To clean or clear with no evidence against, as in a forensic science. God says righteousness exalted the nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Let me ask you a question. What sin is in your life that's keeping you from getting close to God? It's time we get tighter 
with biblical standards, not looser. I'm sick enough to hear to where I want to throw up, and I hate throwing up. There's nothing worse in the world than throwing up. I hate it so much, I don't do it. The only time is kidneys, but ten of those, I've had my prayers every day. Now, wait a minute. That's a good question. I'm sick enough to hear the point where even God wants to throw up at what so-called religion or churches are in America. Is it a church or a rock concert? Is it a church or a lecture hall? Is it a church or is it a, 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 an entertainment center? God's not impressed with man's religion. Matter of fact, God only used the word religion three or four times in the Bible. It never was a good. Religion is man telling God how God has to accept what man wants to do. Christianity is, thus saith the Lord. This is what the word of God says. I'm tired of religion. You're a pastor. You're religious. No, I'm a Christian. I am not religious. Traditions get nobody to heaven. It sends people to hell. I love my church. I for you joining a church, but joining a church won't take you to heaven. Just like if you were born in a garage, you're not a car. You see, uh, you have people who think that just because, okay, if you were born in the hospital, it doesn't make you a doctor. Why is it that we think the institution we belong to makes us what we are? You don't get to heaven by your righteousness. God said in Romans 3.10, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Hey, none of us are righteous. Can I tell you why? Because the Bible also says for all have sinned. We come short of the glory of God. Because you're a sinner, you lack righteousness. But may I say this, even if you could go through this life without sinning, you would still die and go to hell. Because you have to have as much righteousness as Jesus Christ to get to heaven. The lack of sin brings you up to zero. Righteousness is added to your account to get you in the positive interviews. And we're not saved by our righteousness, but by the righteousness of Jesus Christ. I am not getting to heaven because of how good I am. I'm getting to heaven because as a four and a half year old child, a one-legged man from Vietnam got his legs shot off in Vietnam with a peg leg, stood up in a primary church and preached to a bunch of kids and he literally scared the Hades out of us. I walked over to my Sunday school teacher, tugged on her skirt and said, I don't want to die for no place. In a little kindergartner style chair, I knelt down my Sunday school teacher opened the Bible and showed me how I could trust Jesus Christ as my Savior, and I've been saved for the last 52 years. And I'm just as saved as Jesus Christ, because it's not by my righteousness, but by His righteousness. It's not by getting baptized. It's not by joining the church. It's not by your act of righteousness. It's by His righteousness. It's not even by your faith. Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that, not yourself, that what? That is a pronoun renaming the previous noun. And that faith 
is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Let's take it to God. What do you mean? Romans 12, 3. God said, We ought not to think ourselves more highly than we ought to think, but to the measure of faith that God has given to it every man. Measure of faith given Why is it you can go to any country in the world and people worship something? Because God has put into the heart and life of every human being a desire to want something. My church was a privilege for the preaching in Kansas City of Lincoln, Chicago, preaching in Kansas City. Sat down on a plane, they said, folks, open up with one person. One empty seat on the plane, it's going to be full. And I had been praying for six weeks. God put somebody beside me that witnessed to on the airplane. The guy sitting against the window in the same row I was at, up against the window when I got there. He wasn't in the book. I thought, great, whoever's going to be the last one on the plane is what I get to talk to. Sure enough, about five minutes later, I got my life open. I'm working. And I looked up, and comes this little lady, probably about four foot ten. She probably weighed 75 pounds. She had a little red dot, so a great little pants. I said, That's what she was going to say. Right there. And I was thinking, now, I will open and do this in the first place there. I said, yes, ma'am, I am. Are you? She said, only one. I didn't say much more than that. Take the thing down, put my Bible on, started working. She said, what you working on? I said, I'm working on a sermon. I'm going to preach when I get to Kansas City. She said, what you going to preach? Now, folks, when you ask a Baptist preacher what you going to preach, that's like saying six that's like a blind dog in a meat house. I mean, everywhere. I began to tell her, open up my Bible and show How Jesus loved her, he gave his life. I told her the whole story, and she began to say, She said, She said, Broken a tiny little bit because no cuts. She said, I wasn't found out at 10 o'clock last night. She said, I found out at 10 o'clock last night my, my business partner was born. They called me asked me to be here to call this She said, But when I grew up in India, I would walk out every night to the edge of the village and look out and say, There has to be something out there that I don't know yet. How do I do she said, every day of my life for over 20 years, I remember. She said, 
is this what I'm asking? I said, yes, please. She said, can we do it right now? I said, yes, ma'am, we can. They had 35,000 people here that precious looking about that. I found didn't need a I, I didn't need a parachute. I could have just down myself. I spent the rest of my life doing that. Kansas City Airport and that that Kansas City only had two places where you would get your luggage. It's not a very big airport. Preacher met me there. I was walking away and I found that about the length of this tent where I got the luggage. And I heard this, Maverick, Maverick. She said, if I don't see you again here, I'll see you in heaven someday. If you can get it in 35,000 feet there, you can get it in the valley in West Virginia, amen. I'll tell you something, it's not hard. Man wants to complicate truth, not make truth. Man thinks the more complicated it is, the more sophisticated it is. God says the simpler it is, the easier it is, the more complicated it is. So, realize that we are to be righteous. You know, it would be disloyal for us to wave our flag today and then go fund the communist tomorrow. Then why do we Christians want to come to church and then go live like the devil the rest of the Righteousness is all the nation that sin is approached in Realize that America was blessed when God was the Lord, not the enemy. Can I tell you something? God is not the enemy, sin is. The devil's the enemy, not God. Christianity is not the enemy. Unrighteousness is. Look at me. Just about done. Please listen to me very carefully here. I get a little tired of everybody talking about, well, God's all these different gods, just a different name. Why do they only use our God with a curse word? I was, I was out somewhere the other day, somebody used a God with a curse word. I said, how come you don't use Muhammad's name there? Nobody did snapping around. I said, how come you don't use uh, uh, Buddha's name there? How come you only want to curse my God? What place God will fight? Preacher, I can't believe you do that. I can't believe you don't do that. Righteousness exalted the nation. And God is not the enemy. He is to be the Lord. He is to be our God. He is to be our King. He's not to be somebody worshiping them. The problem today is not the loudness of the bad, but the quietness of the good. And the only hope America has is that God's people, who are called by God's name, will humble themselves and pray, seek His face, turn from their wicked ways, then we will see what God will See, we don't need only God to bless America, but America needs to be blessable by God. We need to live in such a way we can see God bless. Grace Baptist Church, you've heard me say it. Don't worry about God blessing you. Live so that God can bless you. When you live so that God can bless you, watch what God can do. Sit down here. 
this little four acres is a miracle. You're looking at a man that's never raised one dollar to build a building or buy land for this church. I'm not rich. We raised all that. We kept going. God kept providing. We kept going. God kept providing. We kept going. God kept providing. And we pay our bills. We don't have a lot of money in the bank, but guess what? I still don't ask for money. I just ask our people to obey God, let God take care of the rest. And if we'll do our part, God will do it. See, the only hope America has is the word Christianity. We need to quit tolerating sin. We need to quit excusing sin, but still loving sinners. I love you. I hate sin. Billy Sunday said the best. You can't love flowers unless you hate bees. You can't love God unless you hate sin. Plain and simple. I hate what the devil does. I hate how divorce affects children. I, I don't hate divorce. I love them. But may I say this? I hate what alcohol does for people. They want to outlaw guns, but do you realize that more than ten times as many people die every year of alcohol than it does guns? How come we won't out, outlaw alcohol? They do okay. Preacher. Yeah. Probably ten times as many people die of cancer from sucking on cancer sticks called cigarettes and cigars. And yet we legalize that so the government can make more money. It's okay. Devil. Expects nothing to tolerate sin. Isn't it amazing we're expected to tolerate and accept the filth? We're the haters if we preach against them. I hate sin. But I'll give them the truth so that they can say I'm not a hater of people, I'm a hater of sin. I'm an untolerator of sin. I don't like it. I don't not disrespect my country. I don't like disrespect children and parents and friends and friends and churches and people and people and churches and you name it. I hate it all. But they said, I'm going He said, my wife and I were on the verge of divorce. He said, we're 
the moment get back. He said, I, it's like God just stepped in and took 20-some years of my life away, and I don't even have those desires. I said, I told you, he said, I know it's happening just like you said, preacher. I said, no, it's happening just like God said. I just gave you God's recipe. James Madison, Thomas Jefferson. Last one is not They were the only two who lasted 1776. They were the only two to retain their honor and see this nation. You love our country enough to change the way you live in the not going to happen out there. I am not going to embarrass you. Would say, preacher, if I I would never embarrass you, just like I did not. I'll not come to you. I will not. Does it mean to you to do something for 